The Trials of Apollo, The Burning Maze, Chapter 13. Don't move the gas grill. Meg is still playing with it. We are so kaboom. Oh, the scenic ocean vista. Oh, the waves crashing against the cliffs below and the gulls whirling. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Real majestic. Mm-hmm. So Ava, majestic. Neve, how are we doing today? I'm okay. Um, I'm sleepy. I have accidentally fallen asleep on our couch for the past three, count them, three nights, um, which is a lot. That is um, a lot of nights. It is a lot of nights, which has not been helped by the fact that my days have been very busy. Um, over the past few days as well, but that's okay because I don't have to be anywhere until 2 p.m. tomorrow, which rocks. Um, so I get to sleep in. Um, so it's gonna be awesome. Um, strike is over, so time for me to say that I um. I'm currently watching our flag means death and it's quite good. Um, lives up to the hype, exceeds the hype actually probably. Cause some of the hype is like now my style. Um, the, the hypers, I guess on Twitter, I don't always vibe with, with them. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Right. Right. We'll stop I really enjoyed the, I really <laughs> enjoyed it. We got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy the show though. Um, it's fabulous. I just finished a really bad book that I really enjoyed reading. Um, what book? It was called The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. Um, it's like this like thriller mystery. Um, and it's one of those books that like, it's not a good book, but it's a great read. And I had a great time reading it because like, it was a, it was a pretty good mystery. It was just like written in a way where it's like, okay, I, I don't have to think that much when I'm reading it. And you know what? That's nice. <laughs> uh, just cracked open the new Hunger Games book. Very excited to keep going. Are you going to read it before you see the movie? Is that absolutely, your absolutely. Okay. I because my middle school self would have wanted me to. Oh damn! I hate that you said that because I started reading the book a couple years ago and I just like it fell off and like went on to other things. Um, I actually think I started reading it before I like started getting into comics and then I got into comics and that yeah. took over all of my reading. Um, not all of my reading, but like when I had to get into the X-Men, it was a, a, a project. Yeah. Um, I did not have time to finish about the Song of Bird and Stinks, which while it was still good, but I know that Neve and I are going to see it this weekend. Um, we have to figure out when. But we we will be seeing it Any this weekend. Time, babe. I'm paying full price. It'll, Don't even wait until not even wait oh, until yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, it'll oh, probably yeah. be like like prime time on a on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> like like we will not be going out. We will be going out to the Salad Songbirds and Snakes because I have yeah. to come after work. I saw like I saw we I was talking to our friend Allison and she gave a good point that she was like I haven't read the book at this point. I'd be rushing to read the book now. 
And maybe she was like, I kind of want to see the movie first just to enjoy the movie. Because yeah. if I read the book, I'd just be thinking about all the things they missed from the book. But Ava brings up the good point that my middle school self would want me to know what they're missing. I know. Now that she said that, I think I can read this book in in three days. Well, Oh, you totally can. For a considerable that's, amount of time. That's true. It's only an hour. How long is the audiobook? I do. I, I can do a lot. Well, like, that's, I don't know if I've talked about, I read the Britney book. Yeah. Oh, you talked about it on the podcast. Did I talk about this last week? I read the Britney book in about two days. Oh, I don't think it was on the podcast. I think it was in a separate. I think I talked about it just in us being friends outside. Um, He's like crying. I think something's like wrong and something is wrong, but like not with Britney. But it's with Britney Spears, right? Just with Britney Spears. And there was a lot wrong with that girl. I know. (laughs) I, I. A lot happened to her. I love her. I will not be reading it because it would make me unbelievably sad. It it is it is a hard read. It's not yeah. like an, an enjoyable. It's it's actually it's not it's not heavy. Like a lot, the stuff is very serious and it's very sad. But she has a great tone and handle on it in a way yeah. that like it doesn't feel like a slog to get through. It's only five and a half hours on of an audiobook, so I assume that's not very long. No, that's not. If that's even a shorter read, if... That's if a short read, audio, yeah. Audiobook. Battle of Songbirds and Snakes is 16 hours and 16 minutes. Um, And I already own it. And nice. I just didn't finish it. Um, let me see how far I am with into it. Because uh, in middle school, I was just so the girl who was always like, you have to read the book before you watch the movie. Like, I was so yeah. annoying about it. So I'm like, I really just, I really have to finish it before I see the movie. I have 13 hours and 30 minutes left of this book. I got three hours in. Yeah, could you make it happen? Which you was can do it. You're I so strong. Um, I think I remember what happens at the beginning. We'll see. I either have to commit to reading the full thing or like n- none of it yeah. at all. I'll decide it when I get up tomorrow. It's it's not <laughs> happening today. It's, no. it's 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, Neve, how are you? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm good. I was sick yesterday. No. Made me really, really mad. Um, some weird stomach thing that like I never actually vomed, but like felt like I was going to like literally all day. Uh, which was so annoying. I had to call out of work. Brayden hardcore got to see, tummy hurt. Hardcore tummy hurt. Like had to like stop my whole day. Brayden got to see how I treat myself, which I, when I'm sick, which is bad. Um, I just get angry at myself. But I'm sitting around. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> no, because th- yesterday morning it was like. 9 a.m. and she was like I'm mad and I don't think I should call out of work because like I'd be really disappointed in myself if I call out of work it's like stop like you're sick no like, I get that though sick. there no, there's no more perfect attendant like the you don't have there's literally no consequence I know. like you've never called out of this job before either no. <laughs> no like it's not like you called out a bunch recently not normalize calling out it you're basically basically being paid to call out you're not it's a waitressing job so you're really not yeah but like 
I do get paid time off eventually. But I'm oh, saving really? the littlest bit of paid time off. You do work I'm at a nice restaurant. Employee. Oh. But I don't. The funniest thing is full-time employees have to work over. I don't know what the hours are. I don't think I do. I think I just hypothetically could you have to, you have schedule to, to work that many hours. Work over 30 hours a week. Yeah, I think I'm normally around the 27, 28 range. Yeah. But I think I hypothetically no, could work 30 hours. No, and that's why I'm normally there. jobs will that have have part time yeah. like service jobs will really like schedule like 29 hours. Like they will really try to not give you benefits. Yeah. Um, but I think I hypothetically gross. could. And when the holiday season comes around, I'm sure they're probably gonna schedule me for that. Yeah. So that might be okay. I, th- I think it's normally you have to work there three months and then yeah. And then be consistently working 30 hours a week. Um, but when you work contract jobs and are self-employed, they give you no benefits. Ooh. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, I work three jobs and have no health insurance. Ooh. Anyways, I've only had I ha- that cough I had for like two months was yeah. gone. So another cough really jesus and i did nothing to take care of it in college when i was sick i was like i'm paying for this like get your ass up like even right. if i was sick and spent the whole rest of the day in bed like i was going to my commitments because i was paying for it right. and now i guess i just contextualize it in a different way literally i was in my bed and he was like Braden was like please just like don't go to work and just go back to sleep and i was like i'm too smart for this I am too smart to be sick right now, which doesn't make any sense. But in my brain at that moment, I was like, I'm too smart. No, because I get I it. Like being, sick is, <laughs> being sick is fucking annoying. No, it like, is. I, I'm pretending that I'm not exactly the same. I just don't tell it. Like, yeah. if I if I'm sick and going to work, you're not going to know. Like, yeah. I'm just you're you're bad at hiding things. Jay. You're not a yeah. woman with secrets. <laughs> True. When, when we were in an uh when we did our acapella group in college together we're i back. was talking to our secretary and she was like because we were talking about attendance and i was like yeah i don't think i've missed a rehearsal since fall of 2021 she was like that's not true no i haven't i literally the i wrote i missed a rehearsal in fall of 2021 and other than that i showed up to every single rehearsal we rehearsed three times a week and it did not matter how sick or tired i was i was there i missed one rehearsal and it was because you guys sent me home. Yes. Because I, I had to come late because I was in tech until like 12 at night. I remember that. Maybe probably later. I was yeah. going to try to come to like the last 20 minutes of a rehearsal. Um. Anyways. How are you? How am I? Yeah, how are you? Um, Good. I watched like I've I've gotten back on uh Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I uh, catching up. I have decided that I can catch up to watch the current season before it's over. Did and it just start? It just start. We're three episodes in. Of what aren't we on like season 17? Like what uh season 13. And I Remember, I've been watching the season six reunion for the past. <laughs> oh, I thought that five was, days. I thought that was but season I, five reunion. No, that's season six reunion. Six. No, um, a little more. But fun. I but watched not- about ten episodes of season seven today. So okay, we have surely made a dent. Um, I and just, don't call me Shirley. <laughs> and don't call me. Shirley. And I, I was just, I just watched it in the background of, of my day. Um, just like while I was doing my 
jobs that are remote. I just played it in the back. Um, This season's drama isn't that interesting, but I'm interested in the, I'm just really interested in the current season because Kyle and Mauricio's marriage is like the center of it. Oh, I just need to have answers. Um, other than that, I got a Christmas tree yesterday. I know it's early. It's no freaking way. That's so exciting. I but love it. It's up. Ava, do you, have you seen it? No. I, I do. I posted on my Instagram, but I wasn't sure if you had seen it yet. I'm oh, going to turn okay. the camera so we're going to get a live podcast. Oh, sweet. Action. It's very sweet. I love it. I, I love very, it. like, specifically, intentionally, like, chose the ornaments, too. It's perfect. Uh, it's really good. This is uh, not a adult with kids uh, Christmas tree. This is just an adult Christmas tree. <laughs> Let's go. It's like skinty. Nary like... one animated character. <laughs> it's got only like, it's got a color scheme that isn't rainbow. It's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, it's on my personal Instagram if you do the work to find it. Hi. Um. It's not that hard. <laughs> we tag ourselves in our posts, but you have to follow Return to Camp on Instagram first, and then you have to follow me, and then you can look at at the Christmas tree. tree. Except you really don't have to because none of those accounts are private. But like, why would you say that? But like, do the work. Well, they would find do it out. <laughs> yeah, but it's an answer that would come pretty quickly. <laughs> mm. Um, and with that, now that we're here. 15 minutes into the episode um we've been giving real long updates but it's because we're so far away from ava i know i know um but hopefully you enjoy the updates (laughs) don't like to think you do don't tell me if you don't (laughs) yeah yeah that's none of our business if you don't keep it to yourself skip that 15 second skip button all the way through to us talking about the actual book and i know i do that i know i do that with the podcast i'm listening to there's a segment i don't like yeah yeah we just um hit that welcome back to return to the camp afterload hello this week we'll be discussing the trials of apollo the burnting maze uh chapters 12 13 through 16 16. fun fact fun fact 1316 was my freshman dorm number. Oh, I know. I thought you were going to say 1316 was my nickname in high school. <laughs> that is funny. Um, Through the theme of. You wrote it down. Succession. Yep. No, I knew I, I was doing a dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. Oh, I, I know sometimes I do yes. forget it. I wanted to but, make sure. As I'm speaking, but no, I, I. It was doing a dramatic pause this time. I apologize for that. Um, so I'm glad that you're apologizing because you have to summarize. <laughs> so glad that that's how it go. So Piper and her dad are getting evicted. They've been fucking ruined. So the triumvirate holdings have taken down all of their financials. They don't know what to do. Piper and Jason broke up. Hurrah. Yay. This is so exciting. And they, but before they broke up, they went into the maze and Piper's like, Piper's like, I know what's going on, but I don't, (laughs) I don't really know what's going on. I think Jason saw something and he just didn't tell me about it. So they steal a car and they will borrow a car and then. Uh, get to the entrance of the maze and there's a guard there used to be two guards now there's only one they like 
uh, make the guard go to sleep and Meg's like, kill the guard. It's really strange. And then they go down and who's there but Medea. And Medea's like, I'm going to take all of Apollo's godliness so I can revive Helios. So close. Turn Caligula into the new sun. Oh, you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Helios is also in there. Yes. <laughs> Chapters for us. Chapters for us. for us. Chapters written for us. I could have actually gone into a few more details towards the end, but I needed to waste time on celebrating the breakup of my I know. Case. Oh no, my God. I, know. okay. I, as soon as I read it, I was like, I know this is something that we're going to spend an unreasonable time discussing. No, because I'm so happy. For, let's fucking go. For multiple reasons. Reason one. <laughs> Reason one is like, I hate, I hate them. I right. hate Jason and I think he's no good for her. <laughs> I, I agree. But reason two grown. is more of a grounded, like like writing reason is that it's so unrealistic for all of these couples to progress. And I think that's been a problem consistently, particularly in the past like 10, 15 years of YA mid-grade literature is like giving a really I think unhealthy perspective on relationships um in that like you start dating someone when you're 12 and then that's it and then you marry and, them yeah and then you yeah and I think well it's 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 sweet and endearing and like I'm not saying all high school relationships are doomed to fail they're not some of these relationships start when they're not even in in high school and it's unrealistic that all of them succeed. And I think presenting all of these relationships as succeeding is kind of harmful for the audience that these books are targeted at. Um, I know it harmed me. Yeah. And I bet we can all say the same. <laughs> also, if we think about like all of the, this, and the book even acknowledges this from what I remember of like Piper being like, well, our start of the start of our relationship was built on a false past. And yeah, like, the consent's it's real crazy. iffy. It's crazy that, like, it even was... This was definitely the relationship that was, like, easiest for Rick to justify ending because it was crazy to justify it continuing after, like, having a false, you know, like, after having, like, implanted memories to start the whole thing. Yeah. So, work. Love to see it. Also, now Piper's queerness can blossom. Now Piper's queerness can blossom... Listen, I know one when I see one because I am one. That's what I like to say about bisexuality. <laughs> Classically, that's what Ava says. Famously. <laughs> my, catch, my long catchphrase. <laughs> that's what I've always said. You know what? And I live by that. No, but yeah, no, very exciting. Um, in In a vein of finding things out, though... When I was typing the goddamn... Okay, what I like to do for reading is I like to pull up the PDF and listen to the audiobook at the same time so my ass doesn't get distracted. Um, and when I was typing Burning Maze um, into YouTube and I saw the Burning Maze blank death. Oh, so you know... As a suggestion, I do know. Yeah. And frankly, and I like what happens in these chapters makes 
Yeah, I, I'm trying to talk about this, but I can't talk around it. And so we just won't talk about it without, like, I don't want to spoil it for Neve. No, I, I agree. her to figure out in her own or- organic way that is somehow adjacent to reading this book. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I I made a joke today in um, the Percy Jackson podcast with Discord um, because we had a guest uh, request to come on for the chapters. Um, and I was like, I'm going to invite every guest we've ever had <laughs> that knows what happens, but like, even you won't, won't know what's happening. They'll, they'll be like, why is, why, why is that? like, this here? is a party. Why is this a party? Um, is it my funny. birthday? I find that so funny. It, it, I realize it doesn't actually land because you read the chapters before we record. <laughs> I know, but it would just be so funny if you didn't even tell us we had guests. And then we sign on the Zoom, and, and like, just, there's all these people, and we're like, let's fucking, talk yeah, this. yeah. Um, the other thing I want to talk to you, we'll get to songs in a minute. <laughs> Tristan McLean's downfall. It makes is it so unexplained. They said they destroyed yeah. him in every way. Enlisted like he was like like socially, politically, and financially, but and like said, no what? like answer to like how. I know that was weird. Re- it just how happens. That also actually had me thinking because there's there's a pretty easy way to like like destroy people that way if they like have skeletons in their closet. Right? Is this does do they mean that they just made up a bunch of lies? I think so, but like in a lot of different pl- yeah. places, and he was in debt. Like it seems all financial, but like yeah. no one said anything. Like you could have just been like mm, insider trading, and everyone and, would have been like, yeah. "Okay." I will say, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, we are too old for the target audience for these books, and yeah. therefore, like, well, I want to hear the like financial insides and outs of what happened. Um. 13 year old me could not Doesn't care less care, yeah. and can accept they destroyed them in every way yeah that's, <laughs> that's really but true. still i want to know i want to nobody wants the, to destroy I wanna, each other to in every way video essay i uh, want to watch the video essay on the downfall of tristan mclean literally it made me sad though because i was like i i didn't mind him he was a career man he was a career going man. through it too. Like just got out of captivity. I know, and like, he seemed like such a nice guy. And the silver screen will no longer be graced with his abs, as Apollo as Apollo says. Okay, Apollo was on his peak by shit. Apollo was being real thirsty throughout these episodes. Apollo's being a little ho for these chapters. That's okay. <laughs> and that's we support that. And yes. Ally. Ally to the Apollo community, I guess. But um all right, songs. Y'all aren't gonna like my song, okay, so I'm so gonna go. Now first. you have to say it. Um I choose chose a song about you you might like this song because of what it's about. It's about the breakup. Because of course it's about the breakup, because it's my girl Piper and she's free. And you know what? She is single soon. No, no, Raiden. Raiden. 
My, my song is Single Soon by Selena Gomez. No. Do I think it's a good song? No. no. Was it my top song of October? No, because it was my top song, top song of September. You're fucking crazy for that. God, I'm sorry. Song is so mid. It's, it's like, it's like it like could not be more mid. And no. like, it's like, a I bad just, like, song. It's like a dark fast fascination I have with this song. Like, it on the uh, enough. I no, <laughs> no. I love her though. I, I love- okay. I fucking love Selena Gomez. Don't get it twisted. Take it back to Stars Dance if you have the urge. Like, if you want to listen to her music, that's not where to go. You want to go to Come and Get It. You want to go to Slow Down. That's Ooh, the shit. Come and Get music. It. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Right. I've been actually listening to that a lot lately. I um, know. It, it was on the, the playlist last week. <laughs> there you go. Evidence. But um, Single Soon, terrible choice. Much love, though. I liked the album where she was naked on the cover. I can never remember the name, but it was really popular. It was. And oh, I liked the songs that weren't the singles. I liked Camouflage. You know Camouflage? No. I've it never Camouflage. <laughs> it goes like that. <laughs> I didn't like okay. the singles, so I didn't listen to the full thing. Um, I can't even remember what the singles were. But she also around the time did I'll be running through the jungle, I'll be running through the wolves. That was actually that was actually kind of a banger. With marshmallow. That was a banger. With I think the I think the album you're talking about is the like I think I could I mean I could but, but why, why would I want, I to? want to? Yeah. That song is good. I like that song. Sure. I forgot don't, that that was her. Don't, don't 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 Yeah. Like I feel like she has a few songs like that where it's like you forget it's her. And, and she always if if she's on a collab, you know it's gonna kill though. Yeah, yeah. High yes. standards for collab, low standards for personal music. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's very true. But also real. Like I think that's pretty real. Like you network, you know, and you put your best self out there when you're working with someone else. What's the other like? Running with the wolves is a a big one, but there's another like really good like collab i'm a huge fan of me isn't particularly good i would no, say I but it is. <laughs> which one me i'm personally a big fan of calm down yeah like it scratches the same itch in my brain that like certain songs on the radio i don't know I know with this the song I was like like uh, Taki Taki. Yes, I always he forget that that's her. That. Taki so Taki Rumba. Um, single soon is her number two song. On that's and it's because of you. That's so it's fucked up. You and you alone. No, but I don't know how they decide. Let's talk about this for a second. How they decide the rank of the songs on Spotify. Because you're both Apple Music girlies, aren't you? Yeah, I was going to say, I have Apple Music, and so does Nina. No, because, like, they show the listens, too. And it's not the order of what's been listened to the most. It's it, but it's, So it's some other uh, criteria for what makes it the most popular. So I think it's a, a combination of recency and listens. But 
almost every other song in her top five, no, like has over a million. Damn. Sorry, is that over a billion? How many commas is a billion? Commas for a billion? Three. Three. Oh, yeah. so over a billion listens. Um, and single soon has a hundred million. 101, almost 102 million, to be fair. I'm sure that like that's it's on Apple Music, they do not show streams, but I'm pretty sure that it's like the bigger you are as an artist, the more you can like decide. Decide. Like, as Pitbull says, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. The bigger they both, the bigger they both. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. We're gonna like Miley Cyrus close off. We're gonna <laughs> Timber. Timber. Anyway. Face down, booty up. Timber. Timber. <laughs> That's the way we like to watch. Timber. <laughs> My song is not Timber. I was seeing uh, how far we were going to get just the two of you covering that song right now. We could do the whole song and then we get sued probably by Mr. Bull himself. Because we That's would, actually true. Because they would flag us you, for copyright because we would sound exactly group. like it. Yeah, exactly. Universal Music Group would be in here with a gun. AI would know. <laughs> Yeah, that was like I bet you're all bald too. (laughs) Doesn't no. Um, so my song, um, is a song that oh, it may have been on this pod before, but like a while ago, like probably around. Hmm, I gotta say, fall semester senior year, because I was inspired by the new character or I guess she's she's back Miss Medea um and I took a song that was in Braden's production of Medea and then literally our entire friend group got so obsessed with it um and I was like whenever I think of Medea I think of Already Aphrodite by Peach Pit oh good Good song because it's such a banger it never stops being that and also like she will always remind me of that song because like all of our friends Got obsessed with that song after seeing the literally, show. Fuck Brayden and his playlist in that song. I was in the tech for that show. I was like literally shazamming like that Snapchat feature. Like, right? Can't ask Brayden and let him know that I'm that I want to know because that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's so. so funny. I didn't know this either. Oh, we all became obsessed with it. That one and the other. Uh, hang o- hung over in the city yep. of us by Auto Heart. That one like kind of makes me want to cry now. It's just so pretty. It is. It was in my top listen to that year, I think. And I somewhere went, in the list. I've I went in a very different direction with the other show I put music in. <laughs> yes, but the <laughs> too different. Not to, I mean Kim Petras and well Rena Sawai on that. We're, we're like different styles, but same level of artists. But yeah. like instead of like indie rock, it's like I wouldn't. Call, I I'm hesitant to call anything like indie dance pop, but I feel yeah. like that's the best way. Like those people are gay famous. Yeah, they're gamers. Gamers. Okay. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Like yeah. All right, my song. <laughs> anyway. We're chatting today. My song is also about the breakup, but also is just, um, I, I can't describe it better than just a girl boss anthem. Um, and I mean that in like all of the positive and derogatory ways that a girl boss anthem is could it be a fight song. No, <laughs> couldn't you imagine if I put fight song on this playlist? 
I saw I would literally tell you to I went through a breakup bad enough that I now have to listen to fight song every morning to get out of bed. <laughs> and I went, oh. <laughs> it's like critical hit. Like that's brutal. Rachel um, Platten, where did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> great cute. Great no, cute. this is Maisie Peters song mm. who oh. I really enjoy, but sometimes she does get into a territory where it's like, this is a little crunchy. And this song just completely like man on a wire is that line um it's called good movie <laughs> i had to watch it for love and info i had to watch it for a class mm. a film class the so that made sense loves but, this movie yeah um i picked uh you're just a boy and i'm kind of the man off that album because mm. um, it's just a good like girl boss song that i think is about a relationship but also it's about a romantic relationship but like the chorus is like mainly talking about like um someone holding like wanting to hold you back for the purposes of their own ego okay to a lot in this book okay um but uh the breakup like helped give a reason for it um but yeah it's it's kind of a silly song but you know sometimes we just gotta be a little fucking silly and it's really true. Catchy. So true. Work. Yeah. I really like "Not Another Rockstar" by Maisie Peters. Great but, one. But my Spotify th- thought I liked it a lot, a lot in a way that I don't like it anymore. <laughs> That's ba- in a way like sometimes. Sometimes the algorithm yeah. decides that like th- they really tried to push her too hard for me in yeah. the way where I said. I found her on my own and I would not like you to tell me that I like her. I just want to like her. And yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. Good, which is overall, like, I'm going to give it, I'll give it like a seven and a half. Yeah. Like, solid album. Very good yeah. album. Excited to see what she does next. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. I was reminded in adding these songs to our Burning Maze playlist that the other day, um, in like a feverish moment, um, created a playlist that I only managed to successfully add two songs to, but they were pop music you could square dance to. All right. Only Anything But Me by Muna in This Hell by Rina Sawayama. (laughs) Those are the only two Those are the only, that's as far as I made it. And you know what? You're (laughs) so right on both counts. Right? But like, I feel like there's more out there. I just haven't found them yet. That's okay. You will. You have time. Exactly. If you have a, if you know of a pop dance song that you can square dance to, send it my way. I feel like we've addressed our favorite moments already. I I agree. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, succession. Where do we want to go first? So much happened. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of some if there's anything in like earlier in the chapter. I know. I mean, yeah. like the th- things in the early part of the chapter, like the main thing is like Piper and her relationship to her um ethnicity and yeah. her her Cherokee background. Um, I just, uh, I have layers of feelings about this in that, like, I think Rick Riordan made a real valiant effort at inclusivity. Yeah. And I don't think I'm equipped to say more. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't think I am the person to critique. I, people have their critiques of how Rick has written Piper um, with like specific things and like accuracy of like, what is Cherokee? Um, And like, that happens a lot with like white writers are like, this is a native American character. And I can't really tell what different tribes are different, even though they're completely and utterly completely different cultures. Yeah. Uh, But I think, Rick really makes a valiant effort and he is addressed on his blog, his failings and his understanding of his failings and people more knowledgeable on the subjects than me have weighed in and they have been heard and work. Yeah. Yeah. Because it did, it, it's always seemed like Piper has like just been written like Rick has written out of explaining more about Piper's like background in that sense by just being like by putting a more shiny object of her dad being a movie star in front of it. Yes. Yeah. She never, was like she's going to have a lot going on. Time that he, yeah. like, she has to talk about her family like it's this movie star and like that's what's going to be the main thing. Yeah. And right. now I guess probably like this book came out in like 2018 like this is probably in response to the criticisms of that to like you like ne- to the criticisms of like you never go into this. Mm-hmm. You just like bring up that he's a movie star and he was like okay let me start to go into it and now it's just like you can tell he's like walking on eggshells trying to talk about may that. 1st 2018 look at me go. Yeah, um but like you can tell he's walking on eggshells yeah. trying to talk about it and that he's like it's it's even funnier because we have first person narration in this book like there's one specific moment where piper's talking about how she has to move which is just like shitty generally like all of her friends are here and like she yeah. um has like grown up where she 
is getting evicted from. And then now she has to go to a totally different place and like restart her life. And you could see it like Rick through Apollo's narration being like, yeah, I couldn't imagine wanting to go to a reservation in Oklahoma, but not in a like, <laughs> it'd be bad way in a like, it must just be a change from Malibu kind of way. And I'm like, girl, we could have avoided this whole conversation and just been like, well, it must be tough to uproot your whole fucking life as a teenager. Yeah. Like it's not, it didn't have to, we didn't have to walk around it like that. So yeah. He bent over backwards in like the wrong way. Yeah. It was like, we didn't need to go into all that, man. Like we didn't need to talk about this being an upgrade or a downgrade of a situation. We could have just left that out. Yeah. Um, It was like someone told him to like take a step forward and he tried to do a split and like pulled his muscle really bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, we just, okay. Okay. We seemed a little nervous. Um, but I will say I do like any time that Rick like hammers home her grandfather at the core of it. Yes. I think that really works. And that like that succession of family values, that the passing down, and that like I think that's such like uh, there are a lot of reasons why I, why I love Piper as a character. Um, and why she's my favorite character. But I think the... You see her grandfather raises a son who kind of veers away from his culture. And so Piper was kind of raised in between. And, like, as she gets older, is deciding she wants to go back and learn more and honor her grandfather and like go back to these teachings that like she didn't necessarily like really hold with herself growing up. Yeah. And I think that's really nuanced and interesting and like a really accurate portrayal of like a very contemporary woman. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's a very real way of like connecting with your identity. Like almost like if something like almost like skipped a generation in terms of like what your family talks about, like almost going into it even more. I don't know. I just feel like that's a very real phenomenon. And I'm glad you brought up the grandfather because my primary point about succession was kind of the fact that she is almost more succeeding her grandfather's legacy than her father's. Yeah. 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 And I, I really like that because like you see her not connecting at all really with her father's lifestyle. And like, I like that these books present that as okay. Yeah, I agree. And and not even and also not a source of conflict. Like it's like right. she actually still does, Piper actually has a very good relationship with her dad all things considered. Yeah. As far as these people's relationships with their parents can go. Yeah. Um but like so I like that they still have a good relationship while they can still be very different. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Our other coin of succession our girl Medea is back. Our girl. Back, back, back in town. And what Crazy is she? Crazy entrance. She, what a reveal. What a reveal. I do think we called this like last week or the week yeah. before. Yeah. But crazy reveal. 
nonetheless. And incredible. I wish I could go back to us reading The Lost Hero and be like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's coming. <laughs> I'm going to save my thoughts on how this portrayal of Medea makes me a little mad until next week, I think, when she fights Meg or fights whoever the yeah, fuck. This is clearly just her intro. Right. So I'm going to save part of part of my words. Okay. Already have some choice ones. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I also don't like this portrayal of Medea at all. No. I'm just enjoying that she's here. <laughs> I agree. There was a paragraph written that was like, she killed her kids. She blah, blah, blah. Da, da, da. Like using the most incriminating words to like describe like the back half of her actions. I was like, I'm exhausted. I love feminine rage. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I just think it's like something we see a lot in mythology is like women wanting to succeed for like a figure, usually that two generations up. But it's also funny because it's in some adaptations of the story, Helios is her like grandfather. And in some, he's like, great-grandfather and i've read one where it was like he's her father and i'm like what the fuck but i think it's mostly grandfather yeah yeah but whatever but like i i like that as a parallel to piper too yeah uh the idea in the story to be used as a foil for piper chef's kiss um because they're both the scorned women who dated adjacent literally it was i just made the timing. connection with the name and, and it's you, and they're they're living up to their grandfather's legacy yep i see you rick <laughs> it was yeah i see funny. you no as soon as she like popped on the page medea i mean as i was reading this i was like oh my god and she just broke up with jason <laughs> this is so slay like it just was great great placement and that Good writing. Good job, Rick, in this one time. Um, I also think the second she went Helios, I went, fucking duh. Like, I can't believe <laughs> I didn't arrive there myself. Oh, wait, like, this is actually such good. Like, of course, of course, like, of course of we course. can't ignore the fact that Apollo and Artemis supplanted deities that were already there yep yep that's crazy and there are a lot of implications to that and we didn't think about them at all up until now and so like i feel like of course like i'm the idiot who didn't think of this no same good job rick why is the maze burning because he's the sun (laughs) that'll fucking boom baby boom that'll fucking do it I also, though, this, it really got me thinking. Oh, good. I walked into that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really got me thinking about how, again, Zeus is to blame. Um, I, I guess that's also kind of thinking about succession as well, because he is Apollo's father. Boo. Zeus, Zeus is so Logan And it just Roy. also made me wonder, I don't know if, like... <laughs> I knew that one would get get I uh, get those pity laughs. 
Oh my word. Um, So it had me thinking about like how far this group reaches and how vital it would have to be for Apollo to be in this like, like hyper weakened state for like any of this to even be fucking possible. So it just like, Mm -hmm. it just, maybe we'll get isolation for this. Maybe we won't, but it's just like, why did Zeus make this decision at this moment? Like who's, how far does their influence go? The triumvirate, I mean, to like make this perfect plan happen. And basically just have me thinking about maybe how Zeus is an idiot or got manipulated or something to like have this be Apollo's punishment because it just, this plan does not work unless this hyper specific thing happens to Apollo. True. And it did. And like, it clearly like somebody had a hand in making that happen or it was just an amazing dink. But like, I really feel like it isn't. It's very Machiavellian. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Big fan of that. True. Do we have any more thoughts our episode has just gone on very long at this point even though we haven't i feel like we haven't talked about percy jackson that uh, that much um i mean that's all the thoughts i have it was kind of just that cool parallel work you um nothing more to do with like the theme specifically i think meg was had a lot of interesting moments in this chapter that she did kind of came out of I don't want to say they came out of nowhere it's just like like the like sweet little hug with Piper the hug move immediately to like let's murder this guard like kill like it just felt like I don't know she was going through something and she doesn't talk so like we don't know what she's going through yeah throughout these and she was like not even like until the end was not a very major player in these but she just had very interesting background moments these in these chapters that i was like what's going on i agree i like the parallels between her and piper too yeah you're very sweet that was very sweet what are our sass moments i got it opener to chapter 16 let's charm speak battle you are ugly and you suck the end do i win (laughs) do i I love the haikus i love the haikus that's my godly parent. I will say, I don't, I don't even think the writing of this is that funny. Just the action itself is funny. Where mm-hmm. it's, uh, Meg, I tried it. Sit back and buckle up, please. Grover, I glanced in the rear view mirror, mirror and saw the satyr chewing on a strip of gray fabric. Grover, stop eating your seatbelt. You're setting a bad example. I love I, that. I just think that like the visual is funny. I don't think like the joke actually really lands in the text though. No, of course not. But the image is funny enough. Think about it deeper. It's like they're going like just on the where they're going and like what the context is. And Grover was like, Do you know what it's time to fucking do? (laughs) Nom nom on this. I always need a snack. (laughs) Yep. Um Mine is the vision stopped last summer. That wouldn't have anything to do with you getting kicked out of Olympus, would it, Mr. God of Prophecy? Meg sniffed. Most things are his fault. I she thought has like, amazing one-liners in these chapters. She, did. she only exists for one-liners at this point. <laughs> and incredibly heartbreaking childhood stories. Yeah. Most things are his fault, though. Yeah. yeah. 
unfortunately. Gaining more sympathy towards Apollo, like, every chapter, in the sense of, like, damn, like, you cannot fucking catch one single break. I have so so much sympathy for him, because every decision he's ever made, no matter good or bad, I'm like, that's probably what I would do, too. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> yep, another one. Yeah. That's probably what I would do, too, please. Well, self-awareness is important. <laughs> who are offerings for video mine's for piper well i was gonna we have all day neve <laughs> i was gonna say take your time i was gonna do piper fuck off i was gonna do piper i'm still gonna do piper Wait, yeah in a while good or- as you should. <laughs> um, I'm gonna vote off. I don't really know. I'm gonna vote off the gold dragons that pull her chariot because I'm put by their size. I love them. By the fact that they can still fit in a car. <laughs> But they can also carry a chariot. Mm. I don't know. No, I'm just like settling. they're they're like weirdly medium sized dragons, and I <laughs> like they're not like small and cute, but they're not like big as dragons should be. Yeah. So yeah. I'm they're like a lane. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I'm bothered by their size. That's fair. I'm a vote Brickoff. Um, I like a lot of what he did, but that one paragraph about Medea got me. Damn, I'm voting Jason, guys. He also got voted off the island in the plot. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that either. But it sounds like like I trust my girl Melly with everything at this point, even though I've only known her for a chapter, half a chapter. Um, but she, it seems like it was Jason's fault. Like it seems like something happened. Yeah, with Jason because yeah. Melly's like, I do not like that boy. And Piper seems like very angry that he might have been keeping secrets. Something. something and you know what? It. We don't like that boy either. Exactly. No, we don't. Put that thing back where it came from more so help me. <laughs> True. All right. That is all for this week, folks. Join us next week where now that the strikes are over, we'll be what? discussing the show on disney plus just like the material that's been out so far voicing our opinions so much has come out about this show and we've had to be silent literally so get excited make sure to follow us on social media we are at return to camp on every platform that matters we also have a coffee account and a rebel store and a website www.returntocamp.com goodbye yeah (laughs) okay (laughs)